Good evening. It is Dr. Simcha Cohen following with a smooth transition from Rabbi Yitzhi Herb's story. Ein od milvado, chudo All great concepts. I'll tell you the truth. I'm going to start tonight's show with, there are two major urgencies. The first urgency is $10 a month. Let me tell you something. You won't miss it. So we're starting a contest. The contest is that people will start collecting people who will commit to $10 a month. You could fax it into the station, 718-360-8813, a regular piece of paper with, your, with the, the person's name, address, credit card number, and the, a signature that says that they're committing the $10 a month. And if you're a kid and you got the person to do this, put your name on the bottom. And the kid that gets the most people to do this is going to co-host my show. And if he's good, maybe for more than once. Because you never know. We may be discovering a star. So again, you go over to an adult, you see a person buying two slices of pizza and your soda, and they give a $10 bill. You say, hey, you know, for that 10 bucks once a month, you can buy yourself more than a pizza and soda. You can get yourself a lama ba. You can get yourself long life. You can get yourself every bracha in the world. So you say, so eat your pizza. But here, let me sign you up for $10 a month. It's the best insurance plan you're ever going to buy. And kids, harass the adults. Get them to commit $10 a month. Fax it in, 718-360-8813. Or you could text it in at 347-927-8398. Or you could just call the station and give the information on the station. But... If you are a kid and you are getting an adult to do this, put your name on the piece of paper because the kid who gets the most people to do this is going to co-host my show. And maybe if they're good, they'll have a job. Anyways, I don't know about you, but I am in hyper, hyper vigilant mode because... B'nai Yisrael, we are all at war. We are all at war. Jewish soldiers are being killed. And the blood of Jewish boys, girls, is being put on the Mizbeach of Hashem. And they are, they are Mekadeshem Shemaim. And we in America, in the mountains, wherever we are, we can't take it off our mind for one second. They need our tefillot. That is the only answer. We are dealing with animals. We are dealing with people who are not people. These are, these are, these are people who have no regard for their own lives. They have no regard for other people's lives. And their goal in life is to kill the Jewish people. And when you are living in a world like that, so the only protection we have is Hashem. The only protection we have is Hashem. America, it's not such a great country anymore. Its leader is a ding-dong. We have a big problem. Did I say that on air? Am I allowed to say it? The leader's a ding-dong? I'm allowed to say yes. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, Hi, Nisim. Hi. 
Nisim is the proud grandfather of a new Anakal, a new Nechet, and the Nechet's name is Nisim. Thank you, Mazal. I want to give you Mazal Tov from the bottom of my heart. The world is a better place. The world is a holier place because there is Zera Kodesh of Mishpachat Lazari in, in the world. Amen. He's going to be a big Tami Chacham. Amen. He's going to lead Klal Yisrael into the next generation, which is the absolute, ultimate, ultimate goal that anybody can have. And he should smile a lot and eat and, and do all the other things that babies do. And let his parents sleep a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> parents don't get to sleep. That's the bottom line. You know something? I was married for eight years without kids. And I had a free life. I slept. I went out to dinner when I wanted. My schedule was no schedule. Habibi, I wouldn't go back there in a million years. Not in a million years. I love the restrictions. I love I love being tied down to my babies. Anyways. I want to talk about how lucky we are and if we and, and how guilty we need to feel if we're not really feeling this war. This is a, a very, very, very important war because we don't have a choice. We don't even have any support in the world. The world is looking at this in such a, such a ridiculous way. And, and we have to go like Amashem does. We have to go forward without thinking about what the world says because we have to save we have to save our land, save our people. And it should only be that people get closer to Hashem from this whole process. Should be people should be getting closer to Hashem. They see soldiers singing and dancing. Am Israel Chai. And 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 anachnu ma'aminim bnei ma'aminim. You know what? Not all of them have kippot on their heads. Not all of them look religious. But guess what? They know who they are. They know who they are. Anyways, um, doctor, I, I I really want to put some something here and to see, to show you what I got a, a video a video clip from the Israeli soldier in uh, Gaza. And dancing, and not and it's very, very, uh, you know, touching to see them. Uh, all the soldiers are really singing, and holding on to each other so tightly. Yeah, it's um, it's amazing. And wait, I'm just you know, trying the, to find it. The achdut and the camaraderie and the brotherhood of the Israeli soldiers is so strong. Because the country is so small, and everybody lives with each other. It's not like an American army. A guy could be from Texas and in his platoon. Another guy from New York and from California. These are try try to take it to fly to Israel now. You know that you cannot. You can't. You but cannot. You know what? You know everybody want to go back to fight to help the fighter. You know. And do you know who who really really made me happy? What a kiddush Hashem. He really did a good thing. Mayor Bloomberg, last night, flew El Al to Israel. 
He yeah. said, because I want the world to know that Israel is the place to go and nothing to be afraid of. And he went. He was on the news. He said, I'm going to Israel and I don't care. And I'm not afraid. How stupid is that that they're not letting flights go to Israel? It's propaganda. It's something, it's, it's, it's all part of the same thing. What, they think some Ukrainian guy is going to shoot it out of the air in Israel? <laughs> I want, <laughs> you know, it, don't it, live in Israel. No. <laughs> you know, they ask Putin what you think, what, he, what you would do. And I said, I'll give the Hamas 24 hours to think what they want to do. And then I'll show them. Yeah. Yeah, but see, but, but, but Putin is, is a behemoth Gaza, and he doesn't care about anything. And the truth is, they would walk away the same way they walked away from the Nazis that killed six million Jews, because for a non-Jew to do it, nobody cares. The Arabs themselves are massacring millions of people. They're killing them like chickens that we kill Arab Kippur. Truckloads, just pulling them off and plucking their heads off. And nobody cares. Oh, and they take the the the, 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 the Hamas children, the children, Hazato, and these poor kids, Nebuch, they have to be born into these families. What chance do they have? This is the question that I asked yesterday on the show with the, um, Dr. Barav. What chance? What is the chance of for kids that basically born to an environment of eight an abusive, abusive environment that you're teaching you how to eat and to beat. What the chance when you get adults? Do you think there's a lot of studies on this? There are a lot of studies on racism, and the truth is, racism and hate that's taught. It depends on how weak the person or the child's personality is. But for somebody who's an intelligent child, it doesn't stick. A lot of times they grow up and they grow up questioning a lot of things because it goes against humanity. It goes against humanity. And you know what? They, 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 this is why they keep them weak. They keep them mentally weak. They don't teach them. They're not in intellect. You know, that's, uh, this is, I remember myself, uh, I had a war, and I, I mentioned this, I had a worker that come from uh, Yugoslavia, Yugoslavia, Yugoslavia. Yeah, Yugoslavia. And he was one of these people that uh, the American uh, government, basically the American fighters were, went over there to Kosovo and basically saved the Muslims over there, right? right? And they brought them here to America. And uh, it was a September 11th, September 11th. And this guy was walking by me and he was cheering up. I look at him, I said, something wrong? Is something wrong with this? And I asked him, tell me, are you not ashamed? What is the, what is the gratitude of to these people here, the American people that gave their life for you 
and bring you here to give you a new, new opening. And you, you said, no, this is the American, the imperialism. This is the, the, the Zionism uh, conspiracy. This is the Jewish. So listen, I'm a Jew. I treat you bad. And I found so big, deep, uh, what do you call it? Deep. Uh, a, 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 an emptiness. Emptiness. And you cannot even come and reach to them. Uh, you cannot even like, reach into him. And, you know, you see that's like a blank face. And he starts, you know, giving all these slogans that probably get it ever since he's born. You know what? I think, Nisim, I think that, and I believe this really, that the hatred of the Jews is not a natural hatred. It's not possible for one nation to be hated so much over so many generations. And I think the only reason why is because we see in the Tefillot, we say all the time, we are different. And we have to always remember that we're different. And if we try and be the same, they're going to show us that we're different. And Hashem is going to put it in their hearts to hate us. Because you know what? It's so interesting. Because I always, when I work all over, I always wear my kippah, and I always, I'm very, very open about my Judaism and about my beliefs and how I'm different, and 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 I don't, you know, I don't integrate. And I say, this is who I am. This I'm different. It's this. This is what it is. And when I do that. They don't, nobody hates me. Nobody hates me. Nobody bothers me. But in college, the the friends of mine that were Jews, that would go to the trade restaurants with them and would try and be with them and try and be like them, they would be the ones that would say, ah, oh, he's just a Jew. Because they, they, they we're not like the world. We're not like the world. We're different. And Hashem will bring hatred to the Jews to prove that. Yeah, that's, that's how they want us to be close to him. And uh, one thing that uh, Mount Sinai called Sinai, is one that Chachamim said, it's uh, the, the root of the Sinai, the, the jealousy that's right. coming from this. Uh, you know what, uh, for our dear uh, children, that has to be chizuk, very big chizuk to see that, you know, in Israel was a big, big Kiddush Hashem. You know, it was a funeral for a single soldier. This is not, he come from United States, no parents, nobody. He come to Israel and to fight. And they just, nobody could come to the, you know, and the funeral, his funeral is in Israel. So they just posted in Facebook, please come. And you know, 30,000. Oh my gosh. I had to give me crying tears in my eyes. 30,000 people come to the funeral. It, it was unbelievable. And I got now the video clip from, from the Kotla Maravi that was tonight, was a big, big uh, uh, pray night and dancing and all this. And Chazdei Hashem, you know, this is the only thing that can give us, give, bringing us close, closer to the Kadosh Baruch Hu, to Avinu Shebashamayim, and again, again, you know, these things that, you know, you don't believe that people, uh, again, you cannot hear, call this 
kind of creatures, people, because you, I don't know how they're thinking. You know, they, they had an interview on the, in the TV and CNN. The CNN guy asked them, tell me, why you cannot eat the, the target? This answer was like this, one of the officers of the Hamas. What we can do that their God is protecting them. Really? Really? Yeah. So look what kind of blindness these people are. Because they see, they see this is above the nature. Rabbi Steinman yesterday, I said that this, you see, every day we have miracles, but this is now, it's above the nature, miracles that you can see it every, every single moment. But, but it's the same. But it, it's, it's, so and these people are not facing it to see the reality. And, so, that shows you so clearly, it's Hashem. Just yeah. like in the Chumash, just like Paro, he was sitting there with frogs coming out of his out of his kugel. Yeah, and he's still saying, "No, they can't go." Till 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 he, his, his, his boils and they, and he's sitting there, he's suffering like, and he knows that it's Hashem, but he couldn't help it because Hashem didn't want him to. This is unfortunately part of the Chevlei Mashiach that we have to suffer through this. And you know what? It's so interesting. Because when other countries go through devastation, they become depressed and they become they become downtrodden and people that can't you see the clips of Israel, the unity and the achdut and the ihlavut is is so when bad things happen, does we get close to Hashem? It's really, really unbelievable. And you have to see it to really appreciate it. We know that we have to get close to Hashem. It's a beautiful thing. It's a terrible thing, but it's a beautiful thing. But I think Hashem is going to protect. Oy. And I tell you, I got a letter from Israel again. That is one that Mikubal said that this is um, this. What happened now in Aza is like the Amalekim, and this is uh, the Amalekim used to dis- they, they disguise themselves, right? Right. With uh, in the the, the um, um, Agag was with this guy himself like a sheep, like right? A sheep, yeah. And all this kind of this, and what they are doing in Gaza, the same exactly things that they disguise themselves, you know, like uh, they're putting on a donkey's machine. One of them, they just one. I saw I saw clips that a guy was dressed like an old man and start calling the uh, the Israeli army the soldier to to help him. Right. And then they come close, they try they try to kill them. So. It said, this Mekubal said, this is the, the real Amalek now. And Benjamin Netanyahu, he is the, the Gilgul of Shaul Amalek. Really? Yeah, and he's from Shevet Benjamin. Oh and Benjamin. And Netanyahu, Natan Hashem. Okay? So, so I, and, hope, I hope that he... And, and he said, now is, now is the chance of Netanyahu to basically to re... Metaken. Metaken, metaken at, 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 at what Shaul did. Okay. And this is the this is this chance now, so okay. <laughs> That's what. And as and Aza is Oz Hashem. Really? Yeah. And who said this? Uh, one of the Kubal. I don't know. It. I, I, somebody sent the letter. I, I, I I'm trying to find who it was. Interesting. It's interesting, no? It's very interesting. All I can tell you is one thing: that that the that we we it's when they. Once upon a time, there were rules of war. Soldiers had pride, 
and they fought like men. They go to battlefields and they fight. When they fight like this, they hide, they pretend they're women, they pretend they're old men, they kill. That's not, that's, it's, 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 it's so off the charts. When I was in, when I was in Israel during Melchemet Shlomo Galil in the 80s, one of the highest decorated army officers was shot by a woman. He walked in and there was this big fat slob of an Arab woman sitting there holding her baby. And she said something like, leave me alone. I'm just an old woman feeding my grandchild. Leave me alone. And he turned around and she shot him in the back. This is, you know, we, we uh, as Israeli boys uh, and, you know, children, that's what we grow up. And this is like, uh, don't turn, everybody tell you, don't turn your back. Don't turn everybody back. And uh, I, I, I remember my father, rest in peace, he told me, Nisim, don't trust them. They're very nice people, you can live with them, you just make, but don't trust. That's exactly what my father told me. I used to tell him that I used to take Arab cabs. He said, don't trust them. He had two things he said. One thing he said was, I don't give you money to learn in Israel to go give it to Arabs. Because you support the Israelis. Because you take Jewish cabs and give Parnassah to Jews. Don't give Parnassah to Arabs. Even if it's spend extra money. He used to always say. And he also used to say, don't trust them. Don't trust them. You know. Okay, so let's uh, let's hear from our, uh, you know. Yeah, any callers tonight? Maybe. Maybe. 718-683-5858. Or fifty-eight, fifty-eight, however you want to say. Chen, chen. That's right. That's right. Or you could dial seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. Or text us, you know. You could text us too. Seven one. Uh, no, three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. Yes. And it's three four seven zap text. A zap text. <laughs> yeah, zap text. Z a p text. Uh, okay. And uh, I don't see the, the our our you know. Our fax or our, that doesn't get any uh, response so far. No, nobody, everybody's out to sleep. You know what? The weather's bad. So maybe they're. The weather's bad? You know, yeah, I, I don't know. And, and our antenna's not up in the mountains. Everybody's in the mountains in the Catskills, I think. No? Yeah, but we have a lot of listeners. You know, from the Catskills, you know, uh, I know when we see the. The report of uh, the, the listeners from the Katskin on the phone, uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's really yeah, also. yeah. You got, you got the... Oh, uh, yeah, we have a phone call. Oh, Shall right. we start? Hello there. Hello. You're on the air. Yes. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? We have a phone call. All right, first phone call of the night. How are you? Good. What's going on? Where? What's going on where? There. Where's there? Not here. How are you doing? Don't Good. say how am I doing what. What's your name? Yehuda. Yehuda. Strong name. Well, how old are you, Yehuda? Ten. Ten years old. So you called the radio station because you wanted to tell me that what? What's on your mind? What's the topic? What is the topic? The topic is 
Why did you cough? You don't have anything to say. That's the time. Uh, Yuda has always time to say, but okay, Yuda, you stand old and listen to us, okay? Okay. Okay, hold on. Hello, you on there. Hello. Hi there. How are you? Hi. What's what's on your mind? Um, I tomorrow night I want to tell everybody that tomorrow night there's going to be a conference that every, that we're going to say for Israel. Really beautiful. Where? And um, should I tell you the number? Yes. The conference call. It's going to be a conference call. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. What's okay. the number? One four zero one. One four zero one. Six nine four. Six nine four. One six zero two. One six zero two. And then you have to. It says put put in like a code, and put in seven four one. Seven four one. And what time is this? Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Okay. So what? Let's repeat the number. One four zero one. One four zero one six nine four one six one six zero two, and then number also seven four one. Seven four one. What? What? What's your name? Toby. Toby. And how old are you, Toby? Fourteen. You know what, Toby? Fourteen. You just did such an unbelievable mitzvah. You just took something and you just you you amplified it. And you raised it up to such a level because by by bringing that information to us so we can give it to people, every person that calls in because they heard this, you have as a food. That's so unbelievable. You think with a beautiful brain. You think like a, a Slav Yisrael Jew. And Hashem Thank should you. always bless you. You should have tons of beracha because of, that, because of the way you are. Okay? Thank you. Okay, thanks for calling. Okay, bye. I love it. When I hear kids that think for the tzibur, I mean, listen, bottom line is I'm a psychologist, and most kids are selfish, but not Jewish kids. Not Jewish kids. Jewish kids are thinking about other people. It gives me such inspiration. It just does. It makes me, like, so... Really, and anybody that wants to say bad things about kids, you know what? Please put it in your smoke, in your pipe, and smoke it. Our kids are great. Our kids are great. It's nothing to talk about. There's no, nobody's better than our kids. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Um, I wanted to say a lot of people probably heard about it already, but there's something called the Smira Project. It serves up soldiers to people. Yes. And um, you text in the number okay. to this number, and they give you a soldier's name, and you're supposed to dab him for him so and do stuff in, as a chas for him. Wow. So what is the number? I, okay, so one is 410-657-2433. Okay. Six, five, seven, six, five, seven. Two, four, three, three. Two, four, three, three. And another one is 240 Three-nine-three-four-eight-thirty-six. 
give you the same bracha I just gave Toby. That because you have the zechus of being mezakeh, so many people to do this, Hashem should have tremendous bracha on you. And Amen. You should, and Thank you. Have, this is the attitude. I was just saying to Nisi, our, our kids are the best kids in the world. The world's kids are selfish and they're th- just thinking about themselves. And our kids are thinking about Klai Yisrael. They're thinking about Ace Tzara. They're thinking about helping other soldiers. It's so It makes me just so happy to be a Jew. And, and, and just thank you so much for that. I'm going to repeat no the numbers. 410-657-2433 or 240-393-4836. You text this number and they'll give you the name of a soldier to pray for. And what is a hoot? What is a hoot? Thank you so much for thank calling. Thank you. Have a great night. Thanks. You too. Bye. You know what? Mika Amcha Yisrael. Mika Amcha Yisrael. It's just I don't know. I just, I just flip out from these things. I, 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 I see. I see. I just, you know what? You know what's good though. The Jewish kids are gishmak. You know, they they know how to play. They know how to play sports. They know how to compete. My, my, I know a lot of Jewish girls are very, very. They're athletic. They're very exciting. They're not boring. So they're, 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 they're great, great kids. But when it comes down to bottom line, they really get it. When it comes down to it, to feel the arivut to another Jew, they get it. Wow. And that's, that's exactly the point we st- I started about what we are teaching our kids. Yeah. What we are teaching our kids and to love or to hate, to be part of... Uh, the human society or to be part of not the creatures not from this world you know not yeah. to any to call them animal it's insult to the animal that's right that's right uh, that's you know, a, you know, it hurts so bad that we the last thing we want to do is kill anybody yeah it's the most horrible thing and they know that and that's why they put their kids up in front of us do you know when I was in Israel, there was a soldier who was he was a tank tank commander, and they were going to Lebanon, and his job was to be standing up through the hole in front of the tank with his machine gun to clear the way if there was anybody any anti tank gun or something aimed at him, and there was a boy. A little boy with an anti-tank gun standing in the road. And in the tank, they were saying, shoot him. So he said, but he's a boy. He's a yellow. He said, but shoot him. Said, shoot him. He's going. The kid was going to blow the tank up and kill them all. And he couldn't help it. He shot him. And he shot him so he couldn't take his finger off his gun. He, he mamash split his body in half with bullets. Around three weeks later, it was his nephew's birthday. And he was nine years old. When they sang happy birthday, this soldier lost his mind. He went he went insane because he just couldn't stop crying that he killed a nine-year-old boy. He couldn't, it didn't matter, Arab, not Arab, he couldn't live with himself. 
until you get the other to go to a hospital to get better. Because the neshama is not programmed to kill children. You know, it's not even children. It's just killing anyone. Uh, it's uh, I know we uh, we see uh, videos from uh, the you know one of the complaint now the the, the air force uh, pilot that they cannot uh, cannot shoot the, the people and they cannot help the gr- uh, uh, the ground forces because they 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 they, they put the kids the, the in front of them you know and they uh, they pulling that you can see video you can see it clear that they pulling the kids from the street and put them in front of themselves just to protect the life, you know? They warned them beforehand that yeah. they're going to bomb the building. But see, what could you do when you tell children that the best thing they could do is to get killed? Yeah, that's, This is what they tell the children. Yeah. This is pure brainwash sickness. That if you want to do something good, you should get killed. I'd say yes, but kill yourself. Who knows? I think it killed. It's so scary. It's really scary. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Anyway, no, we're not laughing at Gaza. <laughs> Anyways. One thing about Brooklyn now, there's a lot of parking. Yes. So the city's not giving so many tickets. I am so... I want more than anything in the world to go to Israel now. This is what I want to do. I can't. I love Israel so much. You know, my kids asked me something very terrible. The Palestinians were demonstrating in front of the, the, the consulate, right? And they're interviewing them. Okay, it's terrible things, what they are doing. The people of Gaza, how they are killing the people of Gaza. And all of a sudden, they're interviewing this Hasidic man. And this... Para Adam, low-life Hazit, very insane individual, says, what Israelis are doing is a crime against uh, humanity, that they should be punished and they should be stopped. It's not the Jewish thing to do. And Israelis are terrible people. Say like, hello, what rock did you crawl out of from under? You need to go far away, man. I was looking at the guy who was saying, like, what are you, Majnoon? What are you, crazy? It's a terrible thing. Could you imagine? Could you imagine such a thing? How you're on the air? How you're well, on I the air? Wanna, well, I want to say that, that, you, there's an, that you can call a number and, you know, leave a... A message, and when you say to him for the soldiers in Israel, and you leave a message about whatever you said with your phone number, and that whoever mm, said the most over the summer gets a prize. That's so nice. What's the number? Two zero six. 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 Two z
Uh-huh. 279-279-8474. 8474. It's from July 23rd, which is tomorrow, through August 9th. Okay. And, le- and leave your phone number also, so that if you win, I could tell you. Thank you. Tiskel Mitzvah. Listen, what's your name? Yehuda. Yehuda. Yehuda again? Yeah, mm-hmm. Yuda, Yuda is one of the f- biggest fans biggest of Lakewood. Biggest fans, okay. And he's, you know what? He's from Lakewood. He's from Lakewood. Lakewood. So Yehuda, $10 a month. Sign him up. Is Go out there. Get some pay. Sign him up. Just harass your relatives. Harass your neighbors. Get them $10 a month to commit. J-Root Radio, $10 a month. With two slices of pizza and a soda. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's the best thing they'll ever do. Amazing. You get them signed up. You get a bunch. You co-host my show. How, how, that sounds like a good thing. We'll have you brought in. We'll drive you in. We'll have a driver, not a limo. Have a driver. <laughs> my smart car. No. Let's <laughs> get. Okay. Thanks for the info, Yehuda. Okay. Okay. But uh, it was. It hurt me so much. See. A person who dresses like a Jew say such retarded things. So you know what I was thinking? He probably thinks that in 120 years he's going to Shemayim. He's going to like be very excited when he dies. Can't wait. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I can't wait to see their bunch of them. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I can't wait to get my gun Aiden. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Boy, I think he's going to be in for a big surprise. <laughs> Thinking of, Pulling out the barbecue sauce and and the shawarma spices, and they're saying like, "Buddy, you're up for dinner." How can a person talk like that, Nisi? You know when you have, <laughs> when you have a father that beat you all day and blame the Jewish people that they cause him to beat him, you know. Yeah, and your mother, that's exactly the same. So what? What you want to, these kids to grow up? I, what you want to grow up? You know what? What? What is uh, what? What expectation? But why does he have to look like us? Why does he have to look like a from Jew? Why can't he pick something else? Why does he dress up like a Taliban? Well, okay, then, you know it's no big difference, big there. You know, I, you know, I, I saw, I saw people doing a yard to Arafat. I'm telling you, I saw you. You saw it. A group of uh, lunatics. Some people that uh, look like uh, like Jewish look like you know. It's not possible. To the uh, no, no, not it's no question about it. No question. It's not nothing even uh, that uh, you know. But they look like and uh, okay. This is one of the Amalek. So this <laughs> they disguise themselves as a Jews and talking nonsense. You know. You know, they went to, uh, uh, you know, really to the uh, Yotzed of Arafat. They also went to Iran. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. So. They, they, they sat with Kharadinichan. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, we don't, we don't, uh, these people is... Uh, you know what? In Nazi Germany, there were also Jews that get, that worked with the Nazis. <laughs> but see, over there it was to save their life. Over here, this guy, I think he wants attention. I think I think that it's money and attention, and you know sometimes you know with the, our our brain, our this small box that we have on on our shoulders, sometimes the wiring are not so. You know you know this doctor, you know you 100%. know exactly. Yeah, sometimes you know doctor doctor is, is, is like electrician, and sometimes rewiring needed. Unfortunately, sometimes some screws or some bolts are missing. 
Or sometimes, uh, the bio, yeah, sometimes the main mechanism goes. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> the, the, the main board, the, yeah, the main board, board, the main board is short. The motherboard. The motherboard is over there and uh, oh, not, not enough RAM uh, memory. I wish so, he wouldn't have memory. Unfortunately, he has memory. You know, but, this. You know, the thing is like this, though. The, the, sometimes craziness is also by choice. Because a person who gets a lot of attention from being crazy, I once asked a person, you know, you know that everybody's telling you you're crazy. You know that you're getting, people are, are going against you. Why do you do this? He said, what else should I do? If I do act normal, who's going to even know who I am? Yeah. And he's right. So at least this way, people don't. Okay, so he's the Meshuggah. It's, you know what? It's just such a Chil Hashem because try and explain to a non-Jew how this person is speaking the way they speak. So you know what? In, in, the, in the 60s and civil rights, there were black people that spoke out against the black people. Because they were people that hated the fact that they were black. He hates the fact that he's a Jew. Yeah. And that's why he does it. Well, okay. So, oh, well, uh, we speak about uh, good, uh, you know, yeah, let's, too, let's, let's change, let's change. Too let's, much air uh, wasted on that man. Yes, uh, on this, uh, man. again, I, I don't, I don't like to use the man, human on this creatures, you know. Yeah, too much let's, air wasted on this, on this. Waste of human life. Yeah. Although so let's let's talk. Hashem. Hashem also yeah. creates all sorts of creatures. Yeah, it's a creature. You know, that's what a creature. You know, it's, 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 it's a creature. You know, I don't. I cannot call him in animals because it's insult to the animal. You cannot call him a human being because also it's, a, it's something that's not. You know, it's 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 a creature in the shape of a human. I would love for him to call my show so I could prank him. <laughs> 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 so I can hang up on him. Click. It's, you know, uh, if anybody knows the guy, I know where the guy lives in Muncie. My sister-in-law went and screamed at them on Shabbat because they have a Palestinian flag on their door. She walked like four miles. God bless her, so she could stand there and scream at them. <laughs> uh, you know what? Again, poor, poor people. Yeah, uh, poor creatures. I'd okay. like much more to see the, the soldiers dancing and yes. the people hugging, e hugging each other, and the people crying because. Because our, our our young Jewish soldiers are are at risk, that that I like much more. That gives me more inspiration. It makes me feel how happy and how lucky we are. We're so lucky. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and you know what? Before I, I have, you know tonight I have to go to. Oh, <coughs> thank you, thank you. What's uh, tonight I have to go to a Zohar. Oh, who's Zohar? Uh, it's uh, the grandson of uh, Eli Alman, Kiko. He's a good, uh, a very good friend of me. And uh, his daughter Tal. So he gave birth. Mazal Tov. Mazal Tov. Mazal Tov, Mushpachat Mugrabi. Oh, Mugrabi, Moroccan. Yeah. No, he's, he's a Leb Lebanese. How can he yes, have a name Mugrabi? Okay, 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 you see. And... Uh, Mugrabi is, is, is Moroccan. It's also also uh, Lebanese. Really? Yeah, yeah. You know, Mugrabi in Tel Aviv 
is one very, very famous uh, name, you know? It used really? to be elite, the elite of the, the Sephardi over there. I did not know. Uh, Mugabe, you know? The, 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 I don't know if you've been in Tel Aviv, you remember Konoa Mugabe? Mugabe the movie theater Mugabe? I lived in Israel for five years, okay. and I was very limited. I went to Tel Aviv very few times. Okay, so this is what the beginning of Tel Aviv and all this one, the Sephardic, the elite of Sephardic before the Ashkenaz took over over there, was controlled by discount, Rekanati, uh, all these this, wow. uh, big, big families that would never, never, ever marry uh, uh, Ashkenaz girls, you know? <laughs> I, no, really, this is why this is the beginning I of... I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm this married is... to Ashkenaz, right? I can say what I want. Okay. I get the best wife. Uh, anyway, good. so this is what the... Uh, so this is tonight, and tomorrow we, I'm, I'm invited to uh, Rabbi Shama Bar Mi, San Bar Mitzvah. Rabbi Yeshama Shama. So this yeah, is uh, one, one of the purest people that I know. He's such a special person. Sweet, sweet person, it's... Rabbi. And he's a Rabbi Shilkilat Shevet Achim. Shevet Achim, and he's seven, between seven and eight. Yeah. So the Mazal Tov to the Shama family. To the bar mitzvah boy. His wife is also very yes, special. Yes, Odaya. Met, uh, all the family. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. Shebenizke gam lirod smachot acharim. Yenisuim shel abanot shelo veladim shelo. I remember Rabbi Yoshiyahu Shem when he came to America 30 years ago. He was in Mikdash Melech. We were learning together and he was staying in Mikdash Melech. We were both single. And he, he, he had she'ifot. He had, he had, he had, you know, it's unbelievable. When a Jew has a simcha, it's, it's such a different simcha. Everything comes with so much kedusha. It, it's, 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 it's such a beautiful thing. And it all revolves around one thing. That the, the 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 raising of the children, it starts with the Brit Milah. The first simcha in a person's life is his Brit Milah, the covenant, coming into the Brit of Hashem. Being in, you know what? How many people in the world have a party thrown for them when they're eight days old? The only way to what first birthday, second birthday, eight days, we're already throwing parties. Uh, you know what? It's not only party. You know, spoke about it and that. Is such a only only ceremony that it's not, you know people look at this you know some people from outside look at it like oh what kind of uh, okay. but when you sitting over there you're standing over there in the Brit Mila and you see the holiness you see their sincerity of the the uh, uh, the atmosphere around it it's not just cutting or no. something this this is something that it's you have really, to see it's really Avodat Hashem Avodat and when you see the Moel. Is so sincere and and very important to find the right mohel. My father uh, was a mohel in upstate New York for forty three years. Yeah, you, yeah. And and he really, you know, it's so easy, it's so easy to just, just, but to be careful. He had some very funny stories. One time, we were going. I used to go around with him. So, a lot of times, unfortunately, the mother was Jewish and the father was not. Or it was like some some mixed up situation. So Nisim, imagine this: we're waiting for the where's the baby? So they say bring in the baby. 
So all of a sudden you hear drums. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. And the mother comes down with the father dressed like American Indians. <laughs> with the feathers all the way down to the ground, just like in a John Wayne movie. Yeah. Like with the whole Indian. They say, we like the culture. We wanted to include it in our circumcision ceremony. So <laughs> my father was, he was a tzaddik. Not, he looked at me, he said to me in Hebrew, Al Titzchak. Don't <laughs> laugh. Because if you can't control yourself, go out, out to the car. <laughs> but I, I, my father's son, I was able to hold it in. I think that I, I, I got a hernia trying not to laugh. <laughs> but he comes in, they say, hands the baby. He asks my father if my father will do the circumcision on the floor. Okay, because he wants to do it on the floor. My father says, I could do the circumcision on the roof, but I don't guarantee my work unless I do it on the table that I set up. Because I I do it on the table. If you want to sign a piece of paper that says no guarantees, then I can do it wherever you want. So the guy says, okay. I think they wanted to name the baby something like eggplant. I don't know, some crazy name. My father had to give a Jewish name, but that is very some very. He had once also a person who wanted to name their child Nimrod. So my father said, uh, "Namer, uh, uh, no Nimrod." My father said, Nimrod was not a good person. I want to name him Nimrod. So my father had to say, "She Kareshmovitz or Nimrod." You know the the names is uh, something that really. Uh... The, a lot of Israelis, you know, just somehow come a little bit majnun with name. And, and you know, I tell you, when we are, you're living in an atmosphere that, oh, Nisim, it's old name, Ovadia is an old name. You know, they're like, ah, this is this is the Galut, this right. is the, this, the Aspa names. It's not, it's not names that, uh, I'm telling you, all my nieces, all my nephews, all my nephews, it uh, was calling after my father, rest in peace, Ovadia, okay? All of them changed the name, except the the two, um, my son and mm-hmm. my, my brother's son that in America. But in Israel, all of them changed the name. Wow. Uh, they, no, they, they, you know, they cannot... They modernized. Yeah, they modernized. Ovi, Odi, Odi, you know, all this kind of... Even, even when you take, you take a, a, a biblical name and you modernize it a little bit, it still sounds like a Jewish name. But to name a kid Canaan or Amalek. Yeah, yeah no, this is, yeah, or Amud, Amud. Amud. You know, there's something that's really uh, out of the contents. After all the beauty of a Jewish name, it's, you know, this is what we don't have in, uh, in, in Americans or other uh, cultures. It has a meaning. It's you know, no such as a na- name without a meaning. It's so interesting because last night I was in a nursing home. I was walking and there was a man, was a, a, a dark-skinned man who was struggling. And I felt bad for him. So I said, you could do it. You could do it. So I asked him his name. He said, "My name. his, his name was Daniel. So even to a non-Jewish guy, I said, do you know you have such a strong name? I said, your name, Daniel, is such a strong name. Daniel was a, when the lion's den. You have to take strength for your name. Do you know the guy really heard it? Uh, you know what, uh, you know, I many times, uh, you know, we, we're working here, we're working with a lot of uh, non-Jewish, 
And I asked them, you know, do you know what you mean? What your name mean? And none of them understand it because it's coming from the roots of the Hebrew name, like right. Joseph, Jacob, uh, Daniel, you know, all, all right. this all this stuff. It's, it's something that's coming there with a the Jewish root. And when, when they understand this, they get really uh, uh, amazing. Very it's inspiring. Very... Well, I'm named after my grandmother. Her name was Simcha. And what yeah. happened was I have a brother older than me and a sister older than me. So when my sister Aviva was born, they sent message to my grandmother they named her Simcha and she didn't respond in time so they named her Aviva uh -huh. then my brother came and it was a boy so they named Ezra for my mother's father then my mother got pregnant and the doctor said this is the last baby you're having no she'elot that's it so they made a decision boy or girl they were going to call me Simcha okay. so that's my name Simcha Yoshua and the, my my Israeli relatives can't call me Simcha. They call me Simche. Simche. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. But uh, anyways, but it was a good name for me because I am. Oh, I'm always Besimcha. I'm always Besimcha. It's Ruach Hakodesh. Orachaim Hakadosh says that the Ruach says that names are given the Ruach HaKodesh. Nisim's having trouble with somebody on the phone. <laughs> Anyways, so this is, we're almost wrapping up the Wednesday night show, the Don't Call Dr. Simcha show, because <laughs> everybody's away. So this is the Dr. Simcha and Nisim show. Yep. Yeah, okay, it's 9 o'clock, and uh, yes, it's Dr. Dr. Simcha Show and Nisim the Technician. It's, no, uh, it's Dr. Simcha and Nisim Show. <laughs> you know, I, I by the way, I named by after uh, after my grandfather name, okay? And my son is my after my son, my father name, and like we have many, many generations, and I know that before my mother passed away, and she told my wife, you know, I don't care about other, other children, but please... Be sure that uh, your, the son will be called after uh, you know with uh, my um, your, uh, your 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 father-in-law, and that's what happened. And uh, I, the same year, also my wife, my father passed away, and I I, I asked my wife, you know, Ilana, do you want uh, to to name uh, the boy uh, the boy to after your father? It's this. She said, no, I promise you, mom, wow. that it's going to be uh, Ovadia. And that's what he wrote. And after exactly. after a few years, we, we had our one also. It's also after. Uh, I'll tell you a story. But was such a tzaddik. The year I had my brother had died, he was 19. And he died in October. And my sister was expecting to have a first baby in January. And by the Syrians, it's like, it's mamash, chok v'lo ya'avor, that the first boy is named after the father's yeah, father. Yeah, yes. So this was Chabaruch's name. So my sister wanted, wanted possibly to name after her brother who had just died. And she asked her husband. And Rabbi Yaakov, my brother-in-law, who's a tzaddik, really, really special person, he's very adami, and he's, and 
if anybody ever saw Kibbut Av, to see my brother-in-law with his father was was the Torah's definition of Kibbut Av. Even, even he didn't have the heart to ask his father because it was his father's kavod. Yeah. So, you know what? He left it alone. So, Baruch Tatzal was such a tzaddik. So, they gave him to, we gave him over to name the baby because it's his name. On his own, on his own, nobody mentioned anything to him. He gave my brother's name. Wow. This is just on his own. My brother's name was Ezra Shimon. He didn't know two names. He gave the name Ezra. Uh-huh. That's a tzaddik. That's a that's the gadlut of a tzaddik. That on his own he just gave over the name, and and they this was in Chicago. These people thought we were the craziest people in the world because as soon as he said the name Ezra, we all burst out crying. So they thought we were upset because we didn't like the name or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we explained to them, but this was such a special man, and and uh, it was. But so that was that was. But my first son is named after my father, Shlomo David, and uh, and my my first daughter is named after my mom. And I'm lucky because my wife's grandmother and my grandmother had the same name. Oh now. yeah. So we have my another daughter. I uh-huh. got away with two. So she, my wife says it's her mother, her grandmother, and I say it's my grandmother. Okay, so my my uh, grandchildren have like a. Two of my name, <laughs> one uh, basically in the the other consuegro, ah. and uh, my wife name uh, because after my daughter has two girls, so one is uh, on a uh, is is mom uh, uh, name, and my wife name. So now, now what when you have a real Ashkenaz name, and then you name a child like like Rebbitz and Sherva, who's a tzaddiket, like. Napoli. Her name is Frumi. And there are many Frumi Chervas running around. No. They're Syrian, like you can't yeah. believe it, they're Frumi Chervas. <laughs> but you know what? She's a that's a person to name after because she's tremendous. Chervas. You know, it's it's how you represent the name to the boy, to the to the child. Right. It's really how we represent everything to the child. If it's come from Amistic and that's right. And, and the really appreciation. You, you you get it you get it clear but if you right. get if you name it because you have to do it and because this it doesn't a, stick to the boy to the I to look the at person. my son with my father's name I see so much of my father and it's such as a hoot and he keeps my father alive for me yeah and it's it's a beautiful thing okay all right so we have to run who did we steal time from uh from the music hour so just oh music to... hour okay. Okay, so There's a bunch of people singing without instruments. I'll yes. pass. I don't know. I'd much, okay. ha- much rather have speeches than a bunch of. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they sound alright. No, there are some of them. You know, just uh, I know that uh, I know some uh, some nice uh, a cappella songs. You yeah, know? cappella. Cappella. Okay. Now let's like put like this. Okay. All right. Have a good week, everybody.